Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Schultz. On this Wednesday up at fieldgoals.com, some unfortunate news to report as Jamal Adams is going to have season-ending shoulder surgery and Ryan Neal will be the guy that we can expect to take his place. How the Seahawks defense is going to manage that considering Neal was so heavy in the defensive game plan already. Just some unfortunate news for Jamal who really was having a good season despite not having the same kind of pass rush numbers that he had in previous seasons, but he had two interceptions, something that he hasn't done in his career. But you can check that out. John P. Gilbert has the story up at fieldgoals.com. Also, Mookie Alexander giving some props to Rashad Penny. You want to check that out. And John Fraley has his power rankings. Yes, now that the Seahawks have a win under their belt, after going winless since Halloween, it is safe to go ahead and look at those power rankings by John Fraley. Check him out. We're going to get into the press conference with Pete Carroll now as he spoke to the media following the Seahawks 30-23 to victory over the San Francisco 49ers. And just looking at a few notes here from Pete Carroll's Monday press conference, let's start with his response when he was asked whether or not they knew eight weeks out from surgery would be Russ's turning point all along. It's just each week he's going to get better. It logically makes sense you know, that he'll be his... If with no, you know, barring setbacks, he would be the strongest and the most flexible and, and the most confident. And the, you know, and it may, it's not about confidence with Russ. I mean, because he's already as confident as you can get. But I, I just think that his body would respond better as he, as he gets more time, you know, with, barring setbacks. And so uh, I don't think that that's really rocket science right there. But um, and you could feel him during the week too. He just looked the best, you know, and he'd been the best, and and he was. Um, really clear. I think I th- the part I liked about Russ, uh, Russ's preparation is he was really clear thinking going in. And he wasn't pressing to, you know, to I've got to make a statement here or whatever. He, he was he was very, very calmed about the game and poised about it. Really just throughout the whole game, he was just rock solid. And, and uh, I really thought that was part of, you know, a really solid, consistent performance. Pete also responded to Carlos Dunlap's postgame comments and the reasoning behind limiting the snaps for a guy who was the Seahawks' best pass rusher last season. You know, guys that, that are at the other end of their career, you know, we, you try to tailor plays for them. And, and I don't know anybody specifically, but there's all kinds of guys in, that, that we did that with. And usually with rushers, you know, and, and uh, more so than like DBs, they kind of play it out and they, they stay there forever. But the guys up front, you try to, you know, you try to create situations where they have the, they can get bang for the buck, you know, and they can really, you know, be really uh, impacting when they get their chances. I mean, it, it, you know, for the number of plays he had yesterday, to have the impact he had in the game was phenomenal. And uh, this is, this is, you know, he was challenged a little bit by it, and, and he's and he jumped at it and did a great job and they answered the call and came through and and really helped us win the football game. You've got Mookie recognizing Rashad Penny on the website with an article today. And Rashad really was the best looking running back on the field against the 49ers. Carroll is hoping that this is just the start for him. I think this is a start for him. I don't think he really has had a chance yet to start this season. And so uh, this was the best opportunity that he's had. And, and um, I'm hoping that we can you know, jump from here. Um, he does look explosive. He does look like you can feel the big playability in him. And, and when he gets on the edge, I come on the screen, I thought he was gone. You know, and last week when he popped, I thought he was going to get out there and still make great plays on both of them, you know, like 20-yard plays on both of them. Um, so he is important to us. We need him. And, uh, you know, particularly without Chris's factor in here, you know, they're totally different style runners, but yet they both uh, factor into the, 
you know, the, the explosiveness of our game. And so it's great to have him going. And I'm really hoping that he can have a good, solid week and come back and, and, and build one on another and, and see if we can't get rolling here as we finish up this year. In other injury news, Carroll gave detailed updates on offensive lineman Damian Lewis and Brandon Shell. Damien's got a chance to be practicing Wednesday, um, and I don't know that about Brandon. So uh, I think Dilu should be ahead a little bit. The two weeks he's had off will help that that uh, elbow and, and uh, his shoulder. Uh, he should be he should be pretty solid. We got to make it through the week. Um, Bichel, um I can't say that. You know, he he's been playing. Uh, up against it, and he, he, you know, he really couldn't punch late in the game, and just like he was in, in two weeks ago. And so, uh, we got to take a really careful look at that and, and, and evaluate that during the week, see what happens. I, I don't know that yet, and we will not practice him uh, Wednesday and Thursday. We're going to keep him out for sure, and we'll see, how, you know, how he bounces back. Looking back to a few points from the 49ers game, Pete talked about the team's delay of game issues. That shouldn't happen to us. Um, we did get on the, the first time we used the timeout. Um, we were a little bit late with the call because we were deciding to get the right one. And, and, and we were just a little bit late and we couldn't get it done. I, and it was a crucial situation. And I didn't want to waste you know, the rush, uh, rushing for the, the clock that we could have got, probably got the ball snapped. But we thought, oh, let's take our time. So then we, uh, we because it was that important. And then we, we did take our time and we made our call and we just, were too deliberate, you know, and, and Russ made a change that you could see at the uh, at the end of the play, um, an adjustment in protection, and it just ran ran the clock down on us, and we, that shouldn't have happened. We were in the huddle, calling the play at, at 25 and all that, and we just we just let some seconds slip away, and you know, Russ needed to help, I, and I need and Shane, and I both needed help, just keep moving, and we just we just made a mistake, and so we had we had to eat it there. Coach Carroll also talked about why the team took a few more chances than we'd seen really at any point this season. I was just looking for just looking for opportunities to you know to to be clear about our intention and make sure that you know we didn't weren't sitting back and and, and uh, kind of waiting for our chances at all. You know sometimes you know you can play um, play the game and and. and hold on to the kind of the rhythm of it and, and, and wait it out. And I didn't want to wait it out in this game. I had a lot of respect for their team, thought that they had a chance to be really explosive on both sides of the football, and we needed to really be going for it and then not waiting to see how the game turned out in this case. So they had just been playing so well. And so that probably was what um, upped me you know, a little bit in, in, you know, in the things that we did. Um, and uh, I was jacked up about the game just like the players were. And so... You know, that's kind of what I was just playing it with him. Carroll also praised the play of the team's cornerbacks. Better. That was a, a nice, a nice game for Sydney. Did a nice job. Uh, Bless Austin played uh, on his side as well and had had a real nice hit and a couple plays in there too. Um, DJ played played real active. The guys, the guys did a nice job, and, and uh, we need those guys to continue to just be part of it. You know, and and make their plays and. The, all of the guys that are playing right now are all really active players. You know, they're, they're going for it. And they, they've got a real um, kind of playmaking mindset about them. And like I've kind of been saying about DJ always. And uh, so Sydney came through in a big way. The tackle he made might have been one of the most important plays of the, the finishing you know, aspect of that game. It stopped him cold and, and put him in a passing situation. He comes right back and, and is involved with the breakup, which was awesome. And, and uh, so it was great to see him come through. And finally, in health-related news, really for the whole team, they were getting their COVID-19 booster shots on Monday. It was really for the whole building, you know, and we had, everybody was involved and they had an opportunity and, you know, they had slots if they wanted. I don't know what the count was on that. Um, not everybody took took advantage of it today. Um, 
And uh, but I, a lot of people did, you know, I know from the building in particular, um, you know, there's a little bit of concern that you can have a little lag, you know, in, in, in how you feel right after you, you take your booster. Some people do and some people don't. And um, I think that that's enough to keep some people to make the decision, to, you know, not do it in the week of the season. So we'll see how that goes. But it was available for everybody. And that's a good thing. And, and hopefully uh, uh, we took care of a lot of issues. I, I heard, I don't know if this is accurate or not, I heard there's 10 or 11 guys around the league that, that came up sick uh, today. And uh, so we're fortunate that we're in good shape there. But it just shows you that it's a little more apt to be happening now with what's going on. That's going to do it for this show. Be sure and check out fieldgoals.com for all the latest news. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him out on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. I'll be back here with Clinton Bonner, with Phil Lydic. We'll be doing our three-in, three-out preview show. That's coming up later this week. And until then, go Hawks.